and welcome to the Untouched Quest. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Siri. And if you want to follow the story, you can read ElfQuest for free at ElfQuest.com. And remember to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. So in this episode, we're going to talk about Dreamtime Part 1 through 4. We get to experience what the wolf riders dreamt about during their long sleep. The elves figure out they can remember their dreams. And first one out is Redlands. Tree Stump doesn't believe in dreams. We get a dream about flooding. And someone dreams about the past. I find this really interesting because lately I've been really interested in dreams. Yeah. Like to see what they mean everything. And mm-hmm. it's so fun that we're gonna talk about the elf stream right now. Yeah, it is. Like, what does it mean? And some of them has quite some wacky dreams. Yeah. And I feel a lot of these dreams fit their personalities, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, look at Pike. <laughs> the dream is Pike. If we, <laughs> if we didn't know who dreamt the dr- different dreams yeah. we would know who which dreams belong to pike you know yeah <laughs> easily no problem so this first issue starts out with moonshade cutting up lita's pretty dress and this is the human dress right yeah like the one she got from the human yeah the really long beautiful Aww. dress but, as but it's, it's still uh, beautiful yeah, and as I said, that the long dress was also quite impractical for her to wear in the forest and running around hiding. It would get caught in the branches. It's a long, heavy dress. So it is. You can't be a rule rider with a uh, Renaissance dress. <laughs> no. And Moonshade is just admiring this fabric or the skin that the dress is made out of. Because it's so fine and soft and like a dream. Yeah, but the wolf riders don't have the technology that humans have to create fabric. So this is a exotic fabric for them. And Cutter also didn't like her dress. Cutter liked what she was wearing before. Yeah, he hates the dress. Mm-hmm. He likes that they redesign it though. He does. Because it gets shorter and more revealing and stuff. I don't know if it's because of that, but sounds like that. It might be because it's more elfy and less humanly. True. Makes sense. Yeah. And I love how Pike tries to convince everyone like, oh, you have to eat, eat dream berries <laughs> to yeah. remember your dream. Or drink dreamberry wine because yeah. when you do that, you remember the dreams better. Yeah. Because dreamberries, they are called dream berries. <laughs> so you remember <laughs> your dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Absolutely. But later, too, we learn Redlands is the only one who actually get drunk to remember his dream. Yeah. The other one just talks about them. Yeah. Redlands got wasted. And Redlands' dream is about him being a kind of a spirit. Kind of being the old father tree. I looked at him as he was the tree. 
like yeah. not just the spirit he was the tree yeah and it's also very beautiful how he talks about the fact that all of the uh the souls of the dead wolf riders would dance around him and like stay with the father's tree yeah but we've talked to that before like other elves goes to the palace but the wolf yeah. riders can go wherever they want and of course they stay with the family which is the fa- father tree and the wolf riders yeah but they stay with like the old father tree they yeah it's not said that they like follow the tribe more like they're staying surrounded by that tree but that that tree has been their home for generations but i guess they could follow the wolf riders if they wanted since they can go wherever they want yeah. or is it like when they die they have to choose choose your destination <laughs> <laughs> and you're stuck Maybe. with that forever <laughs> it's like do you choose to go to the palace no i want to go to the father tree oh too bad for you because you burned down <laughs> <laughs> can't stay there anymore <laughs> <laughs> Is that something we get the answer for later? <laughs> I don't think we get a uh, very clear answer on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, we see more about spirits and stuff, but I, d- I don't recall we getting like a very specific answer regarding that. Yeah. Okay. I will believe they have to choose the final destination forever. <laughs> 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 I like that thought. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's quite beautiful that they seem to choose to be with their families and with whom they're close to instead of like a palace that they've never known and um that hasn't really meant anything to them ever. yeah so true yeah but we see the um environment change around the tree there's winter and then there's spring and then the gutara humans show up the fire the fire and is there and here Redlands actually talk about what we discussed, like how stupid the humans are <laughs> with yeah. like, oh, they don't understand that if they burn the f- whole wood down, like they ruin their own habitat, not only the elf's habitat, they like, they fuck up for everyone. Yeah, because the humans can't live in a burned down forest either. No. They're going to have to flee. They're yeah. not. They're not fireproof. Actually, Pike gets... A little emotional of the dream. He does. And that's not something we see every day. No, because Redlands goes on to talk about how it feels when the tree burns and that there's only the stump left. But that's fine because Redlands can feel that the tree isn't dead because it has roots far, far underground. Even Mm -hmm. though the tree itself burned down, the father's tree isn't dead. Yeah, and actually a lot of plants get a lot of nutrition from ashes. Yeah. So maybe even the tree gets stronger being burned down and regrowing from the ashes. Yeah. So the next thing he talks about is how the tree does regrow and the new hold is found. When they were like, oh, the tree has grown back, I was like, oh, they can go back and live their own life and everything is like... Yeah. Like nothing happened, you know? Yeah, like Everything you just go fine. back home to your old house. Mm-hmm. Perfect life then, perfect ending for mm-hmm. everything. But of course it's not the ending because we've only like talked about a little piece of what so far. So <laughs> Yeah. And the human comes, so. And what does the humans do? Cut it down. Because they cut it it's down. a huge, beautiful tree that is healthy, which has a lot of 
resources. I don't know if they actually gonna use the tree for materials because we see they even dig up the root. Mm-hmm. So maybe they are gonna use the lot. Yeah, like they're something. clearing the lot. Yeah, because I feel normal wood farming. They just chop down the tree. They don't care too much about the roots, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's just the image I have in my mind. That's the image I have in my mind as well. Yeah. But also when they are um, chopping the tree down, you can see like the anguish and pain in Redlands' spirit. Oh, yeah. But when you see that they're chopping down the tree, you see they cut like on his stomach yeah so it's like his uh, over body is in the tree and then his underbody is like in the roots mm-hmm. and then when they chop it down they like chop him in two and he can feel that pain yeah which is weird he didn't like scream when he was burned no N- or not like in the same way at no least. like it was sad hearing about it but like this pain busy that's something that's different. on a different level yeah of pain and also the anguish of like they take the stump out and the tree dies and all of their warfare spirits they like they, he almost says that they die forever when yeah the like stump they're gone forever up. we can never reconnect with them yeah and Reynolds is just screaming as he's telling the story He's like, like in, he's like in a trance because Pike yeah. has like to shake him and be like, it's me, wake up, you know? Yeah, like have to shake him out of it. But do you think, like looking at the advancement of these humans, that this is the current humans or... I don't know if this is like a true dream or like his worst nightmare or what it is. But it could could happen like their houses is pretty advanced like they have kind of looking renaissance clothing by this point yeah so because as far as i can remember i think that this is made to show the cruelty of today's human yeah we kind of just like do whatever we want without thinking about all the other creatures yeah we just like i want to build a house here so i'm just gonna tear all the trees down and remove all the animal habitats and everything yeah i i think this is more of a like a visual representation of what the humans are capable of in this time and age more than them actually ripping out the tree but we don't know if if redlands or the elves any of the elves are like dreaming the future you know if they're like psychics no getting uh, because we also, like we haven't seen the original halt in since the fire or no after the fire when yeah like in a long back. time yeah and the father's tree didn't stand as the father's tree at that time no because that was basically right after the fire like a couple of years so yeah, the tree hadn't regrown. Nothing had yeah. really regrown. Like now, it's been ten thousand years. But remember, yeah. the tree was originally formed by um, a tree shaper. So could it naturally regrow to the way it uh, was, true. or like would could it, it regrow with all the cocoon? Ho- yeah, because house things. That is how the tree was formed by yeah. a tree form. Um, yeah, tree former. That's true. Could it? regrow that way itself or would mm. it regrow into more of a natural state depends of on how this magic works yeah i don't know i i i don't think the tree is magical 
So I don't think the tree could remember this is how I looked, this is how I'm gonna regrow. So yeah, no, I don't think so. I have never seen a tree regrow when it's been chopped down either, though. Mm, not the tree itself. It would be like a new tree growing like a new from the sapling from the tree, growing from the root, but it's like still a new tree getting the n- nutrition from the old one. Yeah. I think. So I think that a lot of this is more of um, Redlands' fear of the human's advancements yeah. and um, his spirit kind of feeling where the humans have come to over the past 10,000 years and kind of a warning of what is to meet them. Yeah, and how it will of affect them. Yeah, instead of an actual representation of what has happened or will happen more of yeah. a be careful the humans will chop you down and pull you up by the root mm-hmm. but as redland screams like the whole halt comes running towards him and like what is going on you screamed are you okay and pike has this idea like oh i think everyone's dreams are connected i need to hear everyone's dream let's <laughs> talk about dreams yeah which in the beginning is a little bit like you just want something to do. You just want to talk to everyone and have fun. But it kind of makes sense too. It does. Like, it feels like it's. They're trying to take all the meanings out of them, see if they dream something similar or if they're connected in a way. And yeah. Yeah. What does our dreams really mean? Can we draw a red line between them and find like. Yeah, I find a connection between all of the dreams. Or are they just random dreams that the elves had during the 10,000 years? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen before that the elves do dream. Like we saw with Lita in the Sun Village. Um, oh, yeah. When she dreamt about Cutter and the mm-hmm. wolf and everything. Uh, which is actually what led her to go seek him out and hear heard his story and the story of his parents. And how he came to become the chief and i think that was a pretty important moment for her to see cutter in a different way than she had before yeah kind of like the dream is the reason they are together in a way yeah because she dared go out there and seek him out and hear his story and hear how he had to grow up really really fast yeah how he fought and lost his parents and have been through so many grueful things which the sun people have never known anything about. No. Because they've never had to deal with any such pain or suffering as No, their pain is like, oh, there's like a drought so we don't have enough water for our crops. Or f- enough food or there's a stampede coming but Everyone is safe. Everyone is almost always safe. Yeah, there hasn't been anyone coming after them with the intent to kill and murder their whole tribe. No. They had to fight for their lives and being scared. So, like, I think that that dream was a part of her seeing Cutter in a different way. And this is, like, a different kind of dream. It is. Like, Lita's dream was scary mm-hmm. <laughs> but not everyone believes in this dream things no they don't so when they call for a council to listen to everyone's dream he's not having it 
No, Tree Stump does not want to talk about his dream. Um, and at the beginning, they think it's because oh, he don't remember it. But pa- whilst Pike is like, I can help you remember. You can drink some dreamberry wine, and like we'll help you. Yeah, I think it's more just he's like, it's just fantasy. You know, doesn't matter. But he got something out of his dreams, though. Yeah, because Lita and the cubs go after him and try to, like, talk him into telling everybody about his dreams. Mm -hmm. And Ember tells him, hey, you remember something. Yeah, and of course, when kids are like, please tell us. (laughs) Yes, and they're so cute. And, like, he missed them for so long. Mm Mm-hmm. So he tells them. He does. And in his dreams, he is wearing the um, wolf rider armor that Two Edge made. Um, but he has this big broadsword and his axe, and he has the armor on. And like none of the others in the hold is wearing an armor. It's only him. Yeah, but I didn't really get what his whole dream was about, really. So, like, in the meaning of it, like, he was fighting some demon kind of things, maybe inside himself. I don't know. So, it He's starts off with him having, like, the most important persons in his l- whole entire life around him. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, Dusha and his daughter and her uh, life mate, his new life mate, uh, Cutter, who's his chief, and his nephew, his... Uh, ex life mate and his sister and her life mate his old um chief all yeah. around him and he's like i have this power i'm so good at fighting and nobody can get me down i have to protect them i have to do everything i can to protect those i love and care about more than anything else and he fights uh he hunts and feeds the tribe he protects them against the trolls and he loves it he like he love feeling the power and strength to protect and the care of everyone that he cares about uh he kills a monster that kind of looks like mad coil yeah but in all of this he kind of turns into a beast because he started killing elves or not like killing but like you can see him with like big um two teeth yeah. fangs and he's howling and everyone is so happy around him like he's beat all of their enemies no one can take him down but then the trees come closer and he loses control and he hurts and kills those he cares about mm-hmm. without really meaning to and by accident without having any control he have suddenly killed every single person that he cares about. Yeah. Well, oh wow! But on the at the end here. Yeah. I didn't realize that before now, but this connects his dream with Shanti's dream. Yeah, because he cries. And yeah, like, and he says that as his tears touch the blades and the axe, it kind of melts away and becomes nothing and. All of the tears becomes a big wave. Yeah, which like when I first read it, it was more like he was crying his eyes out. Yeah. But 
the wave represents the wave in Shanti's dream. Yeah, I think it represents more of an actual huge wave than yeah. like a wave of sorrow or grief. It's like an actual like flood wave. Yeah. And after that, he's like, "That's that's all I remember." Mm-hmm. And I can I feel like he's like a lot of the meaning bet- behind his dream is like he feels that he has failed to protect everyone he cares about before he should be able to protect them and do more for them than he's been able to mm-hmm. and that he feels really guilty for his maybe sh- for his shortcomings yeah um, could be so in a dream he's like big and strong and protects everyone but it backfires because being big and strong and fighting everything and killing everything doesn't necessarily mean being strong nope you can be strong in different ways, so... Yeah, you don't have to kill to be strong either. But he probably feels he failed in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like with the leader and the cubs and everyone disappearing with Rayak and everything. Seeing how, like, Cutter broke down and kind of lost himself for yeah. 500 years. And he couldn't protect him and help him. Yeah, he couldn't do anything for them. No. And how... And Dushan's cub got taken. I couldn't do anything to protect Winkin when it, when that happened. And I think he feels his shortcomings weighing very heavily on him. And he that absolutely does. And that is kind of what that dreams means. Yeah. But this awakens Shanti's dream. Because the way re- like reminds him of his dream. Yeah. And he wants to tell, but Cutter doesn't want anyone to tell any more dreams. This is no, bullshit. Cutter is done with dreams. Uh, and as he's ranting about how he's done with dreams and he don't want anyone else to tell, this is just a game, let's do something else, um, Timaine and Skyboys comes in because Timaine uh, brought him there. So the three of them goes off because Timaine's like, come on, come on, come with me. We're going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Cutter is quite mad though. Because he knows they're going to talk dreams behind his back. Yeah. But also Shanti is like, oh, I don't want to talk dreams behind his back. Like, I don't want to upset him. Mm-hmm. And Lita is like, my lo- beloved's temper is as it always was. Only more only more so. Yeah. So it's like, don't care about his temper. That's just Cutter. Like, do whatever he, you feel like. He has a temper. He has always had a temper. His temper is mm-hmm. bigger though, but yeah, yeah, he got some stuff from his father, so yeah, yeah, and I don't think that this five hundred years helped his temper. He's very protective of those he cares about now, no more than he was before, nope, so yeah, his temper has gotten worse, but these like telling these dreams. Isn't gonna gonna set his temper. Oh, absolutely not. Because they're not there to hurt anyone. He just don't want a part in it. But also, he's like, I don't want anyone to like forget what what the way is and everything. And yeah, he, he just feels he needs to protect everyone. From and everything. as we've seen in um, one of the last issues, uh, we saw Cutter waking up, shaking from a dream, and later's like he has these nightmares every night. Um, yeah, 
maybe he has a dream he don't want to tell them about and he's just scared that someone's going to come and be like, hey, Cutter, it's your turn. True. And he's not up for it. He is not. He's never up for stuff like that, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Lita, Shen Chen, Chen Venka, and Pike goes over to the big waist deep where the palace is still underwater to talk about his dream. Yeah, because his dream is actually connected with water, even yeah. though he's starting his dream in the sun village, which is in, which is in the desert. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, why is there a uh, flooding or like a huge wave in the desert? But yeah. Dreams don't always make sense, though. And it's like a little weird. I don't know what to think of this transition because he's like first seeing the village from the top then he flies down in a way and sees from like yeah he's like a bird's view and then like a like fish's a frog. view yeah um and suddenly he's like i have to touch the sky but then there is like a huge wave coming yeah but he's like everyone around me is telling me like to be careful um don't go to the bridge of destiny don't go there but he must he must risk it he has to go there he feels a need, a, yeah. a drawing towards the Bridge of Destiny. But I still don't get, like, when he goes there, mm-hmm. why why the wave, li- like, it just feels like it suddenly switches to just the wave. But, but also that's like dreams can switch yeah. super fast, though. And it's very funny, though, that Rayek is the only one standing behind him, like, yes, come, come to the bridge, come to the bridge. Like, Rayek is trying to tell him something. Rayek was kind of the only one who always did the opposite from the whole sun village. Yeah, though. and Rake is someone that Shantaya said before he kind of looks up to. Yeah, um. because uh, Shanti also feels a little different in a way and yeah. is afraid to stand out. But Rayak, of course, Rayak was afraid to stand out in the beginning, but he just like went his own way. Yeah, but as he gets up on the bridge... Um, the sand dunes disappears and becomes like this tsunami flood wave and it draws him and everyone underwater yeah and he goes swimming but they're not in no one is in pain no one is drowning no one is sad it's not like like distress in this water but one thing Mm mhm why is he swimming naked <laughs> when he's dreaming? Like he don't, and also he has this um, shield around him because that's his power. Yeah, but he's so using, he can breed. But he's not using that in this dream. Yeah, it's like you see, there's like this sparkle magic around oh, him. Yeah, right. So I was like, why is he swimming naked in his bubble? <laughs> Why is he swimming naked in, in the first place? I, d- I don't know why he's naked, but... I was just like, this just feels a little weird. More natural? Yeah, but there is no point for it. And Lita is the sun at the end because he's swimming toward the sun. And then it turns out it's Lita. And Lita reach out her hand and help him out of the water and like towards the palace. Mm-hmm. But Lita wasn't the one who guided them to the palace either. So that doesn't really make sense f- to me. No, but at the same time, Lita has kind of been someone he has been looking up to as well as Rayek. Um, and she is this 
bright healer that helps everyone and cares for everyone so i can kind of understand that he will see her as like this bright light being yeah it's kind of like he's seeing lita's soul not like her physical body but like the lightness of her being Mm -hmm. lita is kind of a popular person though because everyone dreams about her (laughs) yeah she appears in a lot of dreams she does when he gets to the palace though it's kind of like he doesn't describe what feeling he had but there is like said that when he went to the palace he like went towards lita and then went through lita yeah and then but there is only doors within doors within doors within yeah, doors. So, he so was it's never like really able to enter the palace. No, it's just like basically going around circles, which gives me a really like negative feeling. It's like I would that would you would just get frustrated, mad. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like it's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Just going like keep going. Like, oh, just the next one. And it's just another door. And then just another door. And you never, like, get there. It just yeah. feels so weird. They don't describe the feeling he gets. If it's positive or negative or what. But but at the same time, like, looking at his dream compared to all of the Wolfrider's dreams. Like, he is a sun villager. His dream is a lot lighter. Um, The others are... yeah. The other dreams have been very much dark dreams. That's so true. They have so been like affected of their life history. Yeah. And they have been kind of scared in their dreams. Yeah. And they have um, felt like kind of pain if it is physical em- or emotional. Um, whilst Santi's dream is just like this happy flying uh, feeling around kind of feeling true but as he is done with telling the story about his dream cutter and skyboys walks out of the forest because they have been listening in on his dream yeah they've been sitting in the bushes listening to everything the whole time yeah which is like oh it wasn't that bad talking about dreams anyway i want to hear what you have to say yeah and i think that timane um, kind of brought them there in like you need to be here and hear this cutter even yeah. though you there's something that you don't want to talk about you need to hear their stories it's like this says a lot about your tribe you need to listen to your tribe and learn more about your tribe yeah and also help them because it kind of describes their pain in a way yeah and I love that um, Venka says that Surely Tumain sensed the power that slept within you. Like he discovered his power of shielding during the 500 years. He didn't know he had that magic before they went into the palace and no. slept and everything. He kind of knew about his power before they slept because he have used his shield a little bit with hunting and stuff. He have shielded Cutter and Skywise before. That was during the 500 years. That was before the um, palace disappeared. Yeah, but it was after going into the palace. Yeah. The palace kind of boosted up his powers. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also the dream kind of taught him 
how he could use his powers because yeah. he never thought about the shield as a way to go underwater. Yeah. The power to shield others from harm. She knew despite your shyness, you'd be able to keep up with the wolf riders and that, come what may, you'd always put their needs before your own. That's quite like striking that like he would give up everything for like the wolf riders and for Cutter. Yeah. But he grown a lot since he left so i think it was a good choice to like go with them even yeah. though it was timane who chose them but he could have still said no yeah and he also says oh, like all oh, but the wolf riders make our wolf yeah wolf riders make things happen um things that make me stretch like making him grow and become a better stronger person though our chief's growl still unease me I guess I like facing all the tests. And then Cutter like comes out of the woods. Like they don't know that he's there yet. No. And he says that. And that more than. And what more than that. Does it take to be a true wolf rider? Mm-hmm. I think that's really beautiful. He it like is. tells him that you are truly one of us. You have learned so much though. And also. He didn't really have to sleep. No, because he, he's immortal. He's immortal. He slept to get to be with those he loves mm-hmm. and those he cares about. Same with Venka. She didn't have to sleep. Aurora didn't have to sleep. No. But they all slept. Yeah, they did that of their own choice. And to support the wolf riders. Yeah. And Cutter says that you save the sun that lights up both our lives. And that's like true. Like you saved Lita. Yeah. He did. Yeah. In so many ways, though. Maybe that dream that he had was there to kind of prepare him and help him towards being able to save and shield Lita in that instance when the palace crashed. I don't know. It's hard to figure out all these dreams, though. Yeah. But, but like, it at least it the dreams helped him enhance his power and figure out what he could actually do with all his power. Yeah, and for like a uh, sun villager who has never really seen much water before, like jumping into the sea and saving someone else from drowning, that's quite huge of him. It is. Very huge, um, though. So this dream might very well have been something on the way to prepare him towards not being scared of the water and mm-hmm. just dive in there and do what needs to be done because the water is not a scary place. It is true a and safe and joyful place and from now he's basically becoming like the wolf riders elevator down to the palace yeah because he's <laughs> taking people down there with his bubble yeah as we say next uh vinka and Shante is going down to visit rayek yeah because vinka wants to ask rayek about everything too yeah and maybe get some clarity for her own dream i don't know maybe she also wants to ask, like, Rick, does this girls of color record dreams? Can we just see into this girls of color and see everyone's dreams instead of having to go through this um, whole ordeal about asking everyone about it? And not everyone will naturally want to tell what they were dreaming about. Yeah, or maybe hiding parts or white holding parts. Yeah. So, you know, never yeah. know that. But Rick isn't able to. 
No, because he's depressed. He is severely depressed and feels helpless and mm-hmm. don't have any magic yet. No. And he... Like but Rayek isn't the only one who could read the scrolls, is he? Yeah. Oh. He's the only one that can control no, the No, Timane could do it. Yeah, but Timane isn't doing it. Because she's a wolf. Have they asked her, though? No. No. She could do it. <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> or I know someone else who could just help them with this problem, but... Who? <laughs> yeah. Aurori. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would kind of be cruel, though, if people don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it later. But that's also cruel to just, like, oh, the scrolls of color record everything, even your dreams, so I'm just going <laughs> to go and read your dream. Yeah, but it's kind of more like putting a Rory out there and like telling oh, her yeah, secret. True. true, true. But Rick asks um, Venka, how did you do it? How did Cutter convince all of you to sleep a great portion of your lives away for his sake? Qu- uh, no question, just a point. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping away your life, <laughs> that's forever. Like, <laughs> you're immortal. You're going to live forever. Yeah, but most of so those people like that <laughs> slept, they didn't sleep anything away because they're not immortal. So no, the wolf riders... It just pauses everything, basically, too, when you yeah. go into the cocoons. But if the wolf riders hadn't slept, they would have di- lived out their lives and died. Now instead they got to, like, shift where their lives will play out instead of playing out 10,000 years ago. It's playing out 10,000 years in the future, kind of. Yeah, but it was just more like you're gonna live forever and you wasted 10,000 years of your forever. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, like, why would you want to live those 10,000 years of forever when everyone else was sleeping? She didn't, mm-hmm. like, all of her friends that she f- and family that she grew up with, like, she grew up with the Wolf Riders. They're her family. Yeah, and who all was of them it? were going to sleep. Who would she gonna be with? Go look it for her mom? It would be. That she doesn't really know? It would be Venka. Shanti, Shenzhen. And a Rory. Yeah, so there will be four of them. Yeah. Not sleeping. And everyone else in their tribe is basically sleeping. Yeah, so what they could do then is to go out and travel and try to look for Kavi. But because that's the only family that Venka has. Then they have to cross the ocean, though. Yeah. And that's dangerous. That's only very being dangerous. The four of them. Or they can try to get to Sun Village, but that also includes crossing the ocean. Yeah. Which is, it's not happening. So they don't really have a good choice of... And it's more like the whole family is doing it, so I'm going to do it. it because yeah. I'm going to be bored. Yeah. In a way, I think. Yeah. Like, it, I think it was a very natural choice for them when everyone else were doing it. I don't think they thought about it, like, twice. She also answers that he didn't. We offered. We love him, you see. Mm-hmm. There is no difference between the now of the wolf thought and immortality. In either state, the sense of passing time is absent, except for Cutter. That is strong. It is. Like, Venka doesn't feel the passing of time because she's immortal. She has all the time in the world. Wolf Riders doesn't feel it because of they live in the now of the wolf. But mm-hmm. Cutter feels 
like he says that he alone felt each day's loss as he waited to find his family again. Finally, he could no longer bear it. But he was counting days, though. He was counting every single day and knowing that every day I count is a day less I will have with those I love. Yeah. If I ever see them again. If I ever see them again. Like, he he didn't know. Yeah, he said that all he ever asked was that we follow him freely. And they had the trolls and Timane and the preservers looking over them. So they were safe. They were super safe. Yeah. Cutter would never have asked any of them to follow him into that state. Yeah, and we know the preservers are better than... Or, like, stronger and smarter than the trolls. So... (laughs) The trolls wouldn't harm them e- either, so... No, and they had no reason to harm them either. No. Like, why would they harm those elves? They didn't do them any harm. They were kind of friends with they them were taking at this time. Up, they were taking up... Um, one room. I- yeah, but that's still one room in... A troll kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, like, they were totally you never fine know with having them trolls. there. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I'm sure they made a quite good deal with them. Mm-hmm. For them to keep them there. True, true. But with Venka's dream, she actually dreams about something that happened in the past. Yeah. Her, she sees the hut crumbling down on top of her. Yeah, she says that she is a baby and she sees it crumble and nobody comes to help her no matter how much she screams. I don't think she, in, in her grown-up head, she don't know that this is real. She just no. thinks this is a dream. I don't think she realizes that this actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. So when Rhea is like, oh, I didn't know that you were alive. I didn't know you were inside there. She yeah. just like realized, oh, this actually happened. Yeah, your own mother told me so. She, like, Venkavi told him that Venka was dead. Yeah, that she was stillborn. And that's why he went on a rampage and murdered everyone. But mm-hmm. that's a different matter. She realized, so it was you who attacked the lodge with me in it. It's like, but I didn't know you were in it. Yeah, he's a, and he also screams at her, like, by the day, star, is there no end to, to, to my errors? Like, he would never have done it if he knew she was in there. Yeah. And she also tells him that it's okay. She don't think that she'll ever have the bad dream again. So don't don't worry about it. But she had another dream though. She did. Mm-hmm. And she kind of became like a warrior princess. I don't know what you call her. Like, yeah. She gets the sword and the shield from her mother. But she still has like this beautiful dress. Yeah. It's like a sun villager dress. Yeah. And she feels the warmth and um, love from Sava. Yeah, it's like when she touched her, she she got like her wisdom. She felt really calm. And she just, yeah, felt the power from. Yeah, and it's warm and it's fire around her. Mm-hmm. But she isn't burning, it's just warm. And then she hears her mother's voice calling a frosty wind chills my spine how heroic she is how determined how i am drawn to her she is she has learned how to get what she wants Mm -hmm. from me and like 
as Kavi walks closer to her, like the ground underneath her turns into ice. Yeah, and she can hear the other go-backs like chanting or singing in the background. Yeah, they seem eager in touch anticipating her next move. Mm-hmm. Which is like could almost symbolize that she is the be- next like leader or chief. What do they go back call their do they call chief. them chief too? Yeah. Yeah, chief. okay. So she's like the next chief of the go backs. Yeah. Which they need. They don't really have a real chief by the moment. So Yeah, and she has this ice sword and this burning shield and she's as she's this perfect mix behind the frozen mountains and the burning hot sun village. Mm-hmm. She's a good symbol of like mix and power yeah. and calm and yeah, everything. Yeah. Both of her parents are quite impulsive and even though she's a mix of both of these really impulsive people, she's so calm and collected and like thinks everything through before she does things. And I think that has a lot to do with her upbringing with Wolf Riders and like yeah. thinking through what you do and where things are and how to act and everything. I think so too. So I think that she has had a really, really good upbringing mm-hmm. to like fit and um, it, it's a perfect match for her personality. It is. And even Rayak points that out. He's like, of course you raise above them. Any fool can see that you're and she stops him like, don't father. Yeah. But that's like, he even admits, you're better than me, you're better than your mother, you're better than the go-backs and everyone else. Because yeah, you are a mix of so many different, I don't I don't want to say races, but like, like different. People. Yeah, because she has all three. She has the Sun Village, she has go-backs, but she's raised by wolf riders. So she has all three. Yeah. And a good mix of all three. Yeah. She also says like, Thus armed, I rise above the cheering go-backs, who reveal wolf riders, too, among the r- their ranks. But is that just in her dreams, or did actually some wolf riders stay behind and become no go-backs? No wolf riders stayed behind. No. But it's not just in her dream. <gasps> but the wolf riders were dancing, though. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. It's someone else's dream. Is it? We'll get more to this later in mm-hmm. this issue. And we'll we'll talk more about that later when we get to that part. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, now we're back with the wolf riders. And they're mm-hmm. like ready to go to bed. Yeah, but Venka has been sending all of her dreams to the rest of the wolf oh, riders. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so they all got to like see and hear and experience her dream. Even though she's not there. Yeah. Which is a good thing with the sending. Like, she yeah. didn't have to tell the dream twice. And it's like, like Nightfall says that we've raised her, one of us, but she's never been quite like us. And yet, she's more a wolf rider than she thinks. Mm-hmm. When they're ready to go to bed, Cutter is like, oh, you two, you can come with us with to Redlands and... Well, what did you think about this bubble? Um, when like um, when na- Nightfall thinks to herself afterwards, uh, and only you for I've told no one else uh, how Kavi interrupts interrupted my long slumber. Not yet, 
I thought Kavya was the one who woke her up. That was my first thought. But Kavya Yeah, she did wake her up, but not when the others woke up. Yeah, but like I thought Kavya was the one who came and kind of woke everyone up. You no, know, the trolls did that. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know really what you think. Kavya was down there and woke Nightfall up before the 10,000 years had gone. Before the palace reappeared. Yeah. And she either did or told her something. But that is in the Kavi issues. And we will read those later. Mm-hmm. So we will see what Kavi did. So now Cutter is inviting Redlands and Nightfall to come sleep with Lita and Cutter. Yeah. Because your family too. Yeah. So And mine. Please come with us. Are we having a groupie or <laughs> what's the deal with it? Totally. This? You can see all of them like going into bed. They are naked and they sleep under the same fur. They have a huge fur blanket, which all of them sleeps under. So Cutter and Lita is on one end and Nightfall and Red Dance is in the other end. Yeah, they're totally had a foursome. Yeah, they had. Yeah. And Cutter was excited for it. Like, just look (laughs) at how he jumps into the (laughs) the sleeping quarters. Do you have any thoughts about their conversation in bed? Yeah, they talk here too. Like, so the Gobaks carry a drop of wolf blood from two spares time, a drop so thin no one of us could scent it. So first, I thought that they danced a lot before they went to the troll fight. Yeah. So one of the wolf rider could have given wolf rider blood to one of the Gobaks. Well, we already know that that happened with Yun. Yeah. But also, we know that all elves kind of come from the same descendants. Mm-hmm. And the Sun Villager fled from whatever, like the human fights to the... Or maybe everyone was in the mountains first, I guess. And they get, got down from the mountain and maybe then they split up. Yeah, they kind of got spread. Yeah. But in the early days of the Wolf Riders, I will assume they wasn't the Wolf Riders we know today. You know, it takes some time to develop. They were. From day one. From, from Timor and Yellow Eyes. They were like, this is Wolf Riders. Like, yeah, they became Wolf Riders because of Timor and Yellow Eyes. Yeah, but he, then he was the only one, so he was still living with normal And he had elves. a lot of children. Yeah, so then I'm like... Two Spear is quite down far, far, quite far down to Maine's um, list of children or offsprings. Yeah, but still like... Do you know who Two Spear is? No, it's one of them. Two Spear had a sister. Her name is uh, Skyfire. And they fought over who would become the chief of the Wolf Riders. Skyfire won, and she ended up being the new chief. And Two Spear ran away. Oh, so he went to the Gobags and gave Wolf Rider blood to the Gobags. Yeah. So, do you remember when we talked about how I didn't like Kavi and Cutter in the same bed? <gasps> they are in family. They're like 
what do you call them like distant cousins or something yeah like sixth cousins maybe something yeah. <laughs> they were they were oh related. no no <laughs> no <laughs> okay well if you think that way almost all the wolf riders are in like related too so maybe it's not that bad if you think about it everyone is wolf rider yeah, from but Kavi is like a direct descendant of Two parents. Yeah, Carter is a direct descendant of two parents. Sister. Everyone is d- direct descendant of Timor Yellow Eyes, though, because he yeah, has but so that that family tree like spreads out and gets wider. Yeah, but this is kind of they're closer related than the others are, and that is also why the Gobags are mortal and not immortal. I looked at them as mm, immortal, though. But they're not. They're mortal. Very much mortal. They are also, like... Reckless with their lives? Uh, yeah. yeah. So they none of them have lived that long because they've always been at war. But that's kind of like how the wolf riders are as well. They know that they have shorter lives. So they like they fight with every tooth and nail they have. They don't go looking for every fight. But when they are in a fight, they will fight... Yeah, but I looked at that different because wolf riders try to stay away from the, the danger, but yeah, and the, the go-backs run into the danger and the go-backs find it as the most honorable death to die yeah. in battle. Exactly. The wolf riders don't. No. So there's two different ways looking yeah. at it. But they are indeed mortals. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing that Kavi slept. Did Kavi sleep? Oh no, you mean Menka? Oh no, no yeah, I mean Kavi. Kavi. Yeah, Kavi slept with Tilduck t- yeah, in the cocoon because thing. she's not immortal. True. I didn't know that though, but I oh, know. When that. we listed up the people that were immortal in the Wolf Riders, you didn't list up the Gobacks either. No, because they're not immortal. They're not. I didn't think about Scott and. The other one when Crim. I listed them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the next episode, we're going to talk about dream time number five through eight. So until next time, go recognize the troll. <laughs>